So would you say Carnival is now just a black event instead of a Caribbean event? You know what? I think it's been a while since I've been to Carnival, but I was surprised that the last time I went, I heard Afrobeats. And I'm pretty sure, I might be lying, but I saw some West African floats. So I feel like Carnival, it has always been a Caribbean event. And I I would say, say it's majority Caribbean, but I'm still seeing it being labelled as a black event. And I don't think that's necessarily the best thing. What do you think? Yeah, like I, yeah, no, I agree. Because last time I went to Carnival, I went with, I went with you and Tegan. <laughs> Was that it that long ago? Was it the same time? Was in... I just never had time. Yeah. Yeah, that was back in when, 2018. And like, mm. don't get me wrong, Carnival's always good vibes. It's always good music, good food or whatever. But when I'm hearing Afrobeats, drill, I don't even want to hear like no R&B at Carnival. I just want to hear <laughs> dancehall and soca. That's it. I don't, I don't want to hear any mm. other genre. But it's just like, I feel like now... Or more recently, it has become a case of, oh, it's, this is just a black event celebrating um, every type of black person, like from every type of black country. Do you know what I mean? I really don't think that's mm. the case. And even when it comes down to like the flags that people are repping at Carnival, I know people say, oh, it's just a flag. It's just a flag. Da, 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 da. It's not that deep if I wear my Nigerian flag to, to Carnival. You're right. It isn't that deep. However, it is really cheeky. Because like, I just think, why would you actually do that because like now if there was an african carnival for example celebrating just african culture why would i then bring my jamaican self and be wearing a jamaican uh flag do you know what i mean like obviously i'll still go but i just wouldn't wear i just wouldn't be repping a jamaican flag because it's just like oh, i'm at a, a carnival celebrating african culture yet i'm not i'm all here trying to rep the caribbean <laughs> like it just makes no sense and i know I know obviously it's not even that deep, but it's just like the little things like that where it's just like, I don't know, like why would you even think to do that? I just think it's a bit cheeky. But then I also feel like maybe from maybe from my point of view, it's just a case of I might get a bit defensive because I feel like Caribbean culture is always kind of like, it's almost like people try to erase it, if you know what I mean, by saying, oh, well, you lot are just African anyway you look worth the kidnapped slave. Like, do you know what I mean? So I feel like sometimes, mm. don't get me wrong, Caribbean people do get a bit defensive. But I feel like with the whole carnival thing and the flag thing, it's definitely warranted because <laughs> why are you coming <laughs> and doing that? Yeah, no, because do you know why this is even more funny? It's because, like, obviously I'm African and I really I really took a Caribbean flag. <laughs> do you remember? Yeah, you took the Bahamian flag. <laughs> And I, I don't think there's not many Bahamian people in um, the UK. So other Bahamians were just looking at me and doing a little... <laughs> I was just like, I'm a fraud. Um, I don't recommend Africans to do that. But um, So do you prefer that people just to come with no flag? Do you feel like that would be like more respectful in a sense? Either come with no flag or just come with a random Caribbean flag. I, like, I'm not bothered about which Caribbean country you're repping, but just don't be out here being cheeky, bringing flags from flipping <laughs> Africa and Europe and Asia. Like, so... no, not Europe. No, don't Thai take flag. Thai flag just chilling in um in the middle of rampage. No, like... don't take don't take the mic now. Like, <laughs> just rep a Caribbean flag. But yeah, that's what I think about it. But. I don't know, people might think, oh, that's that's a bit OTT. But then again, it's just like, well, what do you want me to actually say? Because at the end of the day, people are a little bit 
a little bit funny about Caribbean culture and just quick to say, yeah, um, you know, African anyway. Da, 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 so, mm. I do want to ask you though some more questions because obviously, like, I feel like you're obviously more educated on this topic, and I feel like your your opinions are definitely more solicited. But I feel like I think it's rooted in the idea that um, British Caribbeanness is like a neutral form of blackness. Do you get what I mean? So like it's it's not really seen as its own culture it's just seen as black britishness and then because of that because it's neutral i feel like other african countries or um latin american black people just the african diaspora in general feel like that's a day for them to celebrate rather than actual caribbean culture because it is caribbean culture but it's also like british caribbeanness as well like do you know what i mean yeah i think part of that is also because of like you see like the whole um windrush thing when a whole bunch mm. of Caribbean people came over. So I do feel like in general, because of that as well, like they had a huge impact on, I don't want to say UK culture, because I feel like, I want to say UK culture, but then at the same time, I've only ever lived in London. So it's just like, I can't say mm. whether this had, whether like all these Caribbean people coming over had an impact in places like, I don't know, flipping Sheffield or, I don't know, like mm. <laughs> Warwickshire. <Yeah. laughs> I have no idea. But um, for the sake of this, I'll just, I'll just stick with London. But um, I feel like definitely like that had a massive impact on like London culture, down to music, down to fashion, down to slang, mm-hmm. like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because a lot of people now say that that is London culture and the majority of London is black, I feel like the two have now become kind of like merged together where it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Even though this, this is like Caribbean culture or oh, it's also London culture, but it's also a black culture because the majority of London is black in general. So therefore, mm. it's not really Caribbean culture anymore. Do you know what I mean? I feel like the originality of it, like on where it came from, has actually now been lost in translation. So it just now equates to just being mm-hmm. black culture, even though it's kind of not. Not that way. And, and, no, let me rephrase that. No, it is black culture, but as mm. in it's meant to be Caribbean culture. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> mm. So I feel like if we cont- if we perpetuate doing what we're doing, Will it, will it not just eventually at some point lead to the erasure of like original Caribbean culture that came to this country it will just be seen as just like an honestly event, I think know? so yeah no I really think so I think mm-hmm. it's just gonna keep getting worse and worse and worse but then like there was events um there was that soaker events wasn't there like with the whole mm-hmm. like the, the whole paint and paint that like, paint paint fates whatever they're called do you know what I mean so like with people yeah, and, paint and powder yeah, yeah. each other yeah so like, there's a couple of those so I feel like there's going to be way more like events like that where you have to now pay mm. pay pay for tickets and you just turn up in a field and although it did look really fun mm. like <laughs> I listened to so I think it was in um, I think it was in North London or Homerton or somewhere like that I know what you're talking about I have no idea where it even was but it's just mm. I don't really see much advertising for it either I only saw people like saying that they were selling tickets I was thinking tickets to where what but yeah but yeah, I think there's going to be more little individual events um, like that where people are having to pay for tickets and stuff, and you just turn up in a field and whatnot. You listen to so all day, and there's like pain and and whatnot. But I feel like carnival is almost getting more gentrified, not in the sense that it's being taken over by white people mm. and being made upmarket, but in a sense that it's now just being taken over by people that just aren't now Caribbean, where you are literally hearing Afrobeats at carnival, you are hearing drill at carnival, you'll be hearing Cardi B, Drake, it's just like, that's not the whole 
that's not the point that's not the point of carnal that's not the whole essence of it so i think yeah i think it's definitely gonna go downhill but then again because like we've been in lockdown and it hasn't now been two consecutive carnivals maybe maybe i don't know it will like almost regenerate regenerate and it'd be i don't know more caribbean there might be more focused on playing more dance or music more soca etc so no I, I definitely definitely hear that i feel like it's actually to everyone's detriment though if we kind of group it as a black thing do you know what i mean because i feel like you're just losing the distinct identities of 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 the diaspora basically and like even in general like what like how do you feel yeah when people um throw the you guys are african anyways card because i feel like i heard that a lot in secondary school but now i'm deep in it that's actually very disrespectful I think it's I think it's extremely disrespectful. What do you think? Yeah. So like, don't get me wrong. Back in school, I could take I could take the jokes. Don't get me wrong. That was mm. back in secondary school. We were slipping twelve, wasn't that deep? But as an adult, whatever, I don't want to be hearing that. Oh, mm. you lot are African anyway. I really don't. I get it. I prob I probably am. Mm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> mm. Like, I just have no idea where I come from. But to then say, oh yeah, but you're African. It's just like I don't identify with that because a mm. like i don't know where i'm from in africa b i've never been so it's just like well, not that not that going to africa has anything to do with being african but do you know what i mean like i i just like i just don't know and also mm. it's just i don't speak any of the languages like no, it's just not, i'm just not african <laughs> and i know people would get defensive about that people would be like oh why are you saying that what's wrong with being african there's nothing wrong with being african just yeah. i'm respectfully not african <laughs> like um i'm west indian do you know what i mean but i feel like a lot of people just don't really mm. i don't know they don't really get that and i just don't understand what's hard to understand about it okay yes we were displaced and placed in the in mm. the west indies i i fully get it but it's just like as the years have gone on or as the hundreds of years have gone on it's just like well i'm Oh, I'm Jamaican mm. and Barbadian. Like I say, that's my blood. Like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh yeah, I'm from, I'm from, I'm from Nigeria. I'm from I don't know yeah. Ghana. I'm from Somalia. Like I'm really not. So I don't know. I just feel like I don't really. As a kid, I thought it was kind of funny, like the whole, the whole oh Africans versus um the Caribbeans. But really and truly, it was Nigeria versus Jamaica. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I said adult, it was actually just two continents beefing in every single no two countries in every every secondary school that were just beefing on the <laughs> bus, like literally. But as an adult, I can't take it seriously. Like, people are actually still saying that I just can't. I really can't take that seriously. Like I don't know. It's just it's even cheeky because it's just that. Like, oh, it's basically saying that. Like, oh, the Caribbean might as well just have no culture or whatever. Like you're just. Mm. You're like you're just it's almost like I said I'm a fraud like I'm not who I say I am I'm just not anything like because mm. I would what would I then identify with do you know what I mean so mm. now that's really interesting and like following on from that yeah because I know uh, definitely we're supposed to be talking about carnival but I just think it's so interesting do you feel like you as a as a British Caribbean like young person like I feel like it must be completely different to actually like your like families or your grandparents and, and do you know what I mean like like what's the distinction and like where do you feel like things are different between like you being brought up here and your parents being brought up here and then your family back home like do you feel like do you because I feel like British Caribbean like Caribbean culture is so intertwined with British blackness it's like what's the main difference that do you mm-hmm. know what I mean yeah I know what you mean I don't really feel like there's much of a difference mm. to talk um 
obviously like back home um in like Jamaica and Barbados where my grandparents were um born and stuff obviously because like that's their hometown like the culture there is obviously more rich more prevalent etc but like being I guess over here in the UK and my parents were obviously born here as well Mm. and being born to British Caribbean parents it's almost like I don't know I don't want to say that I've been a bit diluted Mm. that sounds a bit extreme but essentially I have literally been a bit diluted because obviously my parents are British and I'm now British as well you're third gen and it even reminds me of yeah no literally no literally words I feel like a lot of yeah I feel like a lot of um a lot of my African friends they're second gen so their parents came over and are the quote immigrants Mm. and then yeah they were British do you know what I mean and they were born in then England or whatnot but um yeah it reminds me of it reminded me of um there was a time on Twitter where Jamaica was holding corn again for no reason Mm. oh no people were saying oh um Jamaican women, they're just good for like sex and whatnot. Um, and then no it was oh, it wasn't even just Jamaican women, but it, this was like, no, this was like Asia. It's just like, no, it, it was about Caribbean women in general. They're like, yeah, Caribbean women are just good for sex. I think it was on Jamaican Independence Day where people were putting things that are Jamaican box, um, <laughs> big arrow, anything else. <laughs> My, my that did not come up on my tier. That did not come up on my tier. That's why I've that. that if, for, for the people listening here, my mouth just went <laughs> wide open. Like, huh? <laughs> mm. no, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. But I mean, people were all tweeting that, yeah. And then a lot of Caribbean women were saying that, oh, like, like Jamaican women are more than just their box. Like, they're more <laughs> than just sex and 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 whatnot. And then a lot of people came forward with their experiences about being fetishized, like mm. saying things like, oh, Caribbean women are good enough for like a good time. But then people be like, oh, I'm, I could never marry a Caribbean girl. I'm always going to marry like an African. Do you know what I mean? It's, and it's, like, that, this is this, typically this... coming from black African men, right? I can imagine. Oh, of course it is. Of course it yeah. is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and that like, people saying, oh, all Caribbean, all Caribbean culture is just like skinning out, wearing no clothes and Clarks, whatever. Yeah. But then someone actually like brought up the facts talking about well, many of in Jamaica, but Jamaica's got like the most churches, I think, per square mile. Then like it's than, it's like, a, a, a country. Yeah, Jamaica is so flipping conservative, like people don't get it. <laughs> if you were to go to like mm. if people were to go to Jamaica, yeah, they'll actually see you. Don't get me wrong, yes, you will see some skinning out, but in general the country is conservative and a little bit backwards regarding mm. like some of their views and stuff, which are extremely not the backwards, but we know we know what no, it's a little about, bit, but yeah, 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 a couple of yeah, their views are a bit like. But um, and then someone said you lot are literally comparing like third generation British Jamaicans to <laughs> actual like uh, born and bred West mm. Indians back home, and it's like the two actually aren't the same thing. Do you know what I mean? so that's proper interesting because i feel like another thing i want to pick up on is like the whole idea of like caribbean women being like sexualized and fetishized and like i guess it's because of like it's a stereotype i guess like the women in the in the in a colorful costume like if that that's like the most like stereotypical um thing but i feel like I don't want to say it's I don't think it's a sexualized culture I think the culture is how it is and the west has sexualized it and seen it mm-hmm. as um 
like there's a word in or like when when we talk about like orientalism there's a word it's um it's like this exoticized do you know what I mean yeah. something like completely different and because of that it's been sexualized but I don't think the culture at all is innately sexual like I think to do so is to do it a, a massive disjustice you know yeah no like, literally 100% yeah. I feel like yeah mm. literally as you literally hit the nail on the head like as you said the western's basically sexualized I guess the Caribbean and I think it's all mm. I think the way the Caribbean is sold to the West in general, like the images that you will see, you'll see, oh, beaches, mm. white sands, palm trees, mangoes, coconuts, food. Do you know what I mean? And the fact that, oh, mm. all like the Caribbean, they're just a collection of islands. Like when you think about islands, you think of something exotic, tropical, whatnot. And then you feel like you kind of associate mm. the people with kind of being the same. So I feel like the women are looked at as, mm. do you know what I mean, exotic, ooh, tropical, and like you want to have a bit of fun mm. with them, but you just want to have fun with you them see, and not take them home. You're describing the, 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 exactly the adjective, the adjectives that you're using to describe it is actually how you describe a drink, Thank not you. a person. Do you get what yeah. I mean? But when yeah. you said that, the first thing I thought of was sun exotic. Literally, sun exotic with a magnum. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought of. I didn't. Know. I did not think of a person. And that's I what said people, tropical. It's true, exotic. but that's what people attribute to like the to Caribbean women. They just think, oh, we're tropical, we're exotic, or like we're just here for a good time, not a long time. We're not wifeable. Mm. Um, we're not really women of substance. All we have to do is just skin out and 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 listen to to bashment or whatever. And it's just like it's really not mm. the case. But I feel like a lot of people mm. are kind of just a bit ignorant and just don't really really get it. Even at uni, I remember I got asked if I was like, because of my hair. The thing is, yeah, I just think I've got normal hair. That's the joke. Like, I've actually just got normal hair for a black for a black woman. Like, I've got 4C hair. But I guess because of, like, the size and the length of it, people are like, oh, my gosh, like, oh, you can tell you're Caribbean because of your hair. Da-da-da-da-da. Like, are you mixing with anything else? I just find it quite interesting because it's just like, it's that to say, oh, that Africans have rubbish hair. Because they actually, they, they don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, but I do find it quite interesting that people would kind of, like, even, like, down to hair, like, having long, luscious hair, nice, thick, healthy hair is kind of more attributed to, like, Caribbean, like, women. Do you know mm. what I mean? You know, that's so interesting. That's so interesting because I feel like, I feel like, obviously, when I, like, when I see, yeah, like, I guess maybe because I'm black and I'm from London, like, I know you're Caribbean, do you know what I mean? And obviously, like, your hair is, yeah, obviously, your natural hair, firstly, is so long and it's so long. Oh, but thank you. that's, you know, I, I didn't even do it like that. Like, you know what I think it is? I think that might be rooted in anti-blackness because I feel like... I um, think it is as well. I think it's so facey. Yeah. I don't even, yeah, it was, it's although it's not facey to me, it's not facey to me, but I can see, uh, mm. I can I can take offence to it on behalf of someone that would, that's African, do you know what I mean? I think that is so yeah. rank for you to be like, oh yeah, I can tell you're Caribbean because of your hair. Like, it's just like, no, like, mm. it's not a thing like that. It's not to say that Africans don't look after their hair, do you know what I mean? Mm. I just think it's just a bit cheeky, and, but yeah, sorry. Mm. Go on. No, 100%. And I feel like, even though it's not the same thing, I think like even being East African, yeah, and also I don't want to generalise because how many Ethiopians and Eritreans have falsely hair? and 4B hair but I do feel like to some extent I get what you I get the similar kind of responses like I definitely got that um when I was a lot younger like um like firstly like that that what your what is your mix question throws me off because I feel I've said this so many times but it's if you look at me it's very clear what region I'm from but I feel like the compliments here 
are never truly compliments because they one rooted in basically saying that what the the phenotype or traditional black features such as having like kinky curly hair um it's not beautiful and that's why my hair is beautiful like I've always had you know when I when I get question marks yeah about certain features um not did I say question marks yeah no I said when I get compliments about certain features I always put a question mark over it mm-hmm. do you know what I mean because it's mm-hmm. just like what are you trying to say and you know what hurts more is when it's coming from other black people and particularly black men Mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah no it does it's just like why do you not know any flipping better it's that no it's actually it's it's so it's just jarring but I feel like for you as well because you are East African mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people say oh East Africans are peng because they have Eurocentric features and like I, like, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've just never I've never understood like don't get me wrong I can see I can see why someone would say that but at the same time it's just like it, it, it's not making sense why why are you yeah it's not making it doesn't sense make sense all. because like, people be like oh yeah like uh, East Africans they might have like really small like noses that like, they have they have like Eurocentric noses but like I'm not being funny if you go to mm. Eastern Europe they've got big noses not all of them but some of them do that's what I'm saying. So, that's what I'm saying. I, like, so, so a small cool. nose isn't like necessarily Eurocentric. Do you know what I mean? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Like I just people. I think people forget yeah that Africa is the most diverse continent, and in reality, it just goes back to our older like our older episodes of the whole idea of like being black and race is just a social construct. Like in reality, we've just been racialized as black. But okay, so going back to like Black Caribbean culture and carnival and stuff, yeah. Um, okay I'm just trying to think do you feel like it's actually celebrated um enough no like I really don't think it is because I don't think it is no I don't think it is considering I feel like the 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 black Caribbean population in the UK I think it is kind of higher than what we actually think it is like I think there's a lot of us Mm. in the UK but there's just none mm. of that representation. Because even, yeah, you see that um, there's that new reality show on Channel 4 called High Life. High Life. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, we need to chat, have a chat about that. Right. Yeah, so, it's all things black, yeah. basically, this episode, isn't so, it? I watched, so, yeah. I didn't, I've only seen um, the first episode. I haven't watched episode two yet. And I was thinking, this is, like, really great. Mm. Like, we actually, have a, we actually have, like, a black reality TV show that's not centred around rubbish, like, love and hip-hop. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's not really bad yet, yeah. but I'm too used. I'm too used to like black black reality TV trash, like Love and Hip Hop, Growing Up Hip Hop, um, Love and Listings, mm. like all of that rubbish. <laughs> or like even mm. I don't want to say the. So how many Love and Hip Hops we have? Miami, Atlanta, um, New, New York. York. Like how many do we have? Like Hollywood, bear with them. But I think. Um, mm. Because even like bringing in the Real Housewives now, that's not even rubbish like that. Because they're actually like they're they're rich. I guess they are. They're rich black people. Yeah. So is that necessarily a bad thing? Like it's, I don't know. Mm, but then again, mm. as other people of love and hip hop, they're all like low key. They've got money. Do you know what I'm saying? But the stuff that they're doing mm. <laughs> is rubbish. But um, yeah, going back to mm. High Life, it was nice seeing a reality TV show centered around black people, centered around um black British people that wasn't about I don't know. They're saying, I don't know, like fighting, money, twerk. It was about money. Well, a lot of them have money, but you know what I mean. Like with love and hip hop, it's all about yeah. oh, fighting, it's twerking, stereotype. Yeah, basically. like it's just rubbish. Yeah, right? it was... it's a black made in Chelsea kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, it's just black people being in luxury. 
mm. essentially. And obviously all the casts are either Nigerian or um, Ghanaian. And I was watching my mum. My mum was just like, mm. oh, what, are, the, are they all African? So I said, yeah. And she was like, oh, well, but is there any Caribbean people in it? So I was like, well, no, there's not. And my mum was just like, why? So then I was just like, I don't know. I don't, maybe there's just not, I don't know. Mm. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I just, I think I just said, oh, there's not, there might not be Caribbean people that are doing what these lot are doing. Like, I literally had no answer. I, just, I don't know why I said it. Not an absence of the population. No, yeah, I, I, like, I, had, I had no answer for that because that's actually quite true because I did think, oh, like, what? So was there no, is there no Caribbean, is there no like people or like Caribbean people like that are part of like, quote, higher society or doing things like that either? Because I feel like mm. there's a high popula- mm. there's a high Caribbean population, yet their representation there has to be compa- like like compared mm. to Africans, their representation is not there. Do you know what I mean? I don't know mm. if that's just I don't know if people people might think that oh that people from the Caribbean have main character syndrome. I don't know if that's just me being a main character thinking oh why aren't no, why aren't my people not. represented? It's, it's, it's definitely not. But yeah, I don't it's know. Definitely not. I, definitely not. I think, like, I definitely agree with you. I think, like, I feel like if I said that, that would be a different story because um, obviously there is, like, a East African population, like, let me actually correct myself, a Horn of African population, but I don't think we're significant enough to to be represented on a TV show. Like, it would be nice, but there was no, like, expectation when I when I first saw it. And Nigerian and Ghanaian understand, like, um, there's a lot in, 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 in the UK. They've been here for quite a while now. Um, I'm pretty sure there's also there's also like a colonial history right and at least because of that yeah you would still expect some Caribbean people to be represented because they're they're the biggest biggest contribution to black Britain no like when you when you deep it like so no I don't think it's main character syndrome at all I think I I want to know who's behind like the executive producing like who's in these spaces that are like you know what I mean? Like, what? Why is this? You know, it's, I don't want to. I don't. Sure. I don't want to start a whole argument between, like, obviously, like, the Africa and the Caribbean. But clearly, like, the executive producers are African. Like, <laughs> do you, mm. <laughs> do you mm. know what Not I mean? That's what it's just a case of. Yeah, because even cause I feel like a lot of um, a lot of Africans do occupy a lot of black spaces or like spaces where there there are predominantly white people, but they they'll let in a couple blacks. Do you know what I mean? And usually. It's the yeah, Afro, like, mm. Africans that will get those spaces. Um, and that's not even me being salty because it is well deserved, like, as you should. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, quote, mm. we're all black, whatever. But it just would be nice if there was some type of Caribbean representation recognition. Because even as, even like down to university, listen, there's the joke that, that Jamaicans yeah, don't I was go uni. That. There's just, there's that, there's that running joke, oh, Jamaicans don't go uni, like Caribbean people don't do this and that. And to be honest, like there isn't many Caribbean people at university. Like the one that I went to, there was mm. Caribbean people, but like it wasn't. I didn't really feel like we was connected. No, even in my even in ACS, it's not. It, the sea is silent yeah, in ACS. It's not, for Cari- it's not for Caribbean people. Like we're just there for decoration. I was in the group chats just for decoration. Do you know what I mean? Um. Mm. So even like down to university, there's not many of us, and I would have loved like even back in the very first episode that we've done. Um, well, like you, episode mm. one, uni is a scam. Like I was speaking about um the ACS society and things like that, and wishing I had more Caribbean friends at university. And that's not to say, oh, I wanted less African friends. It's that's not the case. But it's just like I think I would have liked more people that came from literally the same country as me, or even at like, the same parish as me, and whatnot would kind of understand the culture a bit better. 
have a bit of banter about it and things like that. But obviously, that wasn't the case. No, one hundred percent. You know, it's it's actually really interesting because, like, obviously we we touched on it in the first episode when it came to uni, but like even like uh like professional working like um spaces university as in like higher education like it is right like it is the 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 kids whose parents came in the 80s and 90s who are taking these positions not taking i think obviously they've earned it but i think it's also partly oh, i think it's really interesting because i think um i like i was, I was listening to akali talk about this roughly and he was talking about what, why is there such a big dis, like disparity between education levels between Black Caribbean children and Black African children, Black West African children. And he said, it's not, you know, it's not in the nature of their Blackness or their culture. That's the main difference. He said, like, in the 90s, right, the people that were emigrating, like, to the UK um, were civil servants, doctors, lawyers. And, it's but f- and when they came to this country, it's but for their race, they wasn't able to get those same positions. So these are obviously highly educated people who are who are stuck in like council housing or seeking benefits. Just It's literally but for their blackness and discrimination that they're not getting these same positions. So by virtue of that, their children obviously are going to do well because they come from a, an educated household. So... It's just, I don't know. It's just really interesting. Because I, 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 I'm just trying to think, like, why do you think that's the case? Though? I actually, yeah, I I actually mean? have no idea. I no, no, neither. I, I want to do some reading into yeah, it. Yeah, because I, I mm. actually have no idea. Because it's just like, oh, it's, it's a sticky one. Because I'm the I'm part of the statistic of, of, like, Caribbean people that done well at school and at uni. Do you know what I mean? So for me, it's quite easy to... Yeah, be, done very yeah. well, graduated. So I mean, yeah, it's quite well, easy for me to sit back and be like, yeah, well, I done well. Um, I don't know why um, the rest of the Caribbean people ain't following suit. But um, no, I actually don't know. Because I know people will be like, oh, but Caribbean people don't take mm-hmm. school serious. Like, I took school seriously. My parents take school seriously. Mm-hmm. But then that might be because... Because when my grandparents came over, my grandma was a nurse and my granddad was an engineer on my mum's side or whatever. And on my dad's side, you, my grandma was a nurse. But then th- there you go, though. That, that That's a significant um, that's a significant thing to note, no? Like, yeah, like... I, f- I feel like that's significant. Yeah, so like my grandparents yeah. were um, nurses and, 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 and an engineer or whatever. And then my parents now, like, I don't know why, but they just never took school serious. <laughs> like... <laughs> no, stop, stop. No, it's actually not even funny. It's not that I didn't take school serious. It's your laugh that's killing me. No, it's not even that I didn't even take school serious, but I think going growing up back in like the seventies and eighties, going to like a, a school that's probably like predominantly white, oh it's long. I can't eat like <laughs> I can just imagine the racism like I feel like the school system as well mm-hmm. back then in England did not obviously did not benefit black people. So I feel like because of that as well, like obviously that's not to say that, that's not to say that all mm. oh, because they mucked around oh they failed that's not even the case part of it probably is but also we're forgetting that back then teachers could be openly racist school kids were openly racist mm. like the school experience like, com- Period, like yeah. compared to now to back then completely different so i feel like because of those negative experiences mm-hmm. in the uk education system it's just that oh or the oh, system's like if i'm so glad yeah it's like, oh if the uk educa- education system is kind of going to fail me or whatever like why am i even going to take it seriously and then you know so for some people they spiral and go out of control fortunately my parents didn't or whatever but for some people's parents 
that was the case at all. The school system didn't even didn't take care of them. So it's just like, why am I now going to take school seriously when I can do other things or maybe even other illegal activities or or whatnot? So I feel like because there's, there's also that reason, and then when you then when you have your own kids, those same reasons and whatnot, and that kind of mindset might now get passed on to your children because of what you've experienced. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously, and oh, obviously, like yeah. their experience is mm. valid. And if that's all they've ever known then what are they going to be teaching their children? Do you know what I'm saying? But for my mm. case, obviously, I can't mm. speak for everybody. Because my mum and dad, yeah, they, they acknowledge that, yeah, the school system didn't do them any justice or whatever. They were like, okay, cool. Now we're in the 21st century. Times are better. Now we can kind of nurture you so you can excel at school and do the things that we could never mm. do and take the opportunities that mm. we never had. Do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like because of that, because of my parents' experiences, they made sure that, yeah, we can't let you follow the same footsteps as us. And that's why, I guess, I'm here today. <laughs> no, what happened? Nah, literally, I've, the whole time you were listening, you were speaking, I was literally like, I, I, I did, like, how could I even not even think about that? Like, the 70s and 80s were just com- a complete different time. Like, sometimes I, I realise, we complain a lot, yeah, about racism, but... It, it has come obviously it's still got a long way to go but it has come a long way from 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 like britain like obviously i know it sounds so bad i keep referencing okada but it's just because obviously you know i'm a number one fan of his you i feel like you you can testament to this like even when yeah, i was in year seven year eight fan. i was like i was obsessed i was a big fan like, i've been a fan for over 10 years and I've, I've got his book up there and 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 the books he recommends and he's talked about yeah even um when he talks about his own childhood about um being moved to a special special needs special education class um you know like that teacher um you know I think of the times black boys and girls who were just a little bit too clever for their teachers liking and when they outperformed their white counterparts um you know it's it's definitely a bias like it's unconscious bias it's discrimination it's not necessarily outwardly racist but obviously it's outwardly racist but they're just not happy with um young kids who are quite inquisitive and you know their their inquisitive nature could be taken for being hyperactive so obviously they keep them back and yeah that was relatively common like in the 70s and 80s like people forget like he also he also talks about having uh, how important a supplementary education was like I don't know if you if if you've heard about this but at one point in Britain there was 150 pan-African Saturday schools did you know that no really set up by the Caribbean um yeah, like by the Car- like com- Caribbean, um, what do you call it? Like immigrants, um, like community organizing and stuff. Like there was up to hundred and fifty in the UK. That's crazy to me. That is. Where they talked talked about uh, Malcolm X, Malcolm Garvey, uh, Marcus Garvey. Sorry, uh, like a look, like basically black liberation politics and supplementing the education that their kids weren't getting at school. And obviously, I guess with the generation that came here, it kind of died out after after they were gone. But um, the fact that they even felt that there was a need to to set up these schools, not just teaching them about black history and Caribbean history and African history, but also maths, English, reasoning and whatever. It just shows you that they knew their child was ne- never going to get the same education as their white counterparts, even if they're enrolled in the same state schools, you know. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, no. No, I completely agree. Like, I feel like maybe if that was a thing now, maybe, I don't know. I thought no, I was gonna say maybe if it, if it was a thing now, mm. maybe it would help um close the gap a little bit more. But I feel like school nowadays, don't get me wrong, there are some racist schools 
uh, quote my sixth form. Um, but <laughs> I, d- I don't think, <laughs> I don't know, I don't think it's it's nowhere near as bad as what it was in like the 70s and 80s, really and truly, for there to be a need to maybe have uh, Saturday schools that specifically teach black children. I don't think it's as deep as that. But I don't know how we're actually going to like shorten that gap like shorten the attainment gap because I don't I th- I can't think of what it is mm. well I can't words it well I guess I did explain like explain like 10 minutes ago <laughs> what not regarding mm. people's parenting and their experiences and how they might pass it on to their children mm-hmm. but that's that's one factor yeah many, yeah that's the only I mean, factor so I can literally I, I, I can't think of any other real reason if I'm going to be honest but um yeah you know I feel like now this episode well definitely there's more stuff that we want to talk about but I feel like this episode is just um talking a lot about like I guess Black Caribbean British, but it's such an interesting topic. Like, I just feel like, yeah, it's it's, it's basically how do we shorten that that attainment gap? Like, I, I you know what I think it is though. I think it's a community thing as well. Like, I know one hundred percent the reason why I outperformed in during secondary school is because of um, the tutoring and the extra stuff that I got what I was a child. It's not necessarily my parents paid crazy amounts of money for hella private suits to come to my house. No, like there were Ethiopian and Eritrean groups that, you know, you travel to far places like from Croydon to Brixton, from Brixton to Holloway to North London. Like you would have these centres where they would encourage young Ethiopian Eritrean people to get into grammar schools, to get scholarships for private schools. Like there was a hub. So like uh, teachers who worked in these places would come and tutor for free, like, and I know, like, with the, like, Indian community, like, they're so on, on it. it, like, as, as a group, mm-hmm. like, they're so on it. And same same with the Chinese community. And no wonder why their children obviously outperform. Um, and also, like, West Africans, like, I'm pretty sure, like, there's a lot of Nigerian and God, even down to the tribe. Like, I'm sure there's, like, tribal, um, like, they keep together. They have, like, a community. And obviously, they, they prosper that way as well. It's just really interesting, like... I feel like for for ethnic minorities, like the only way for each ethnic group, it seems that that's like for them to like progress and move forward is just by sticking together. And yeah, that's, I don't know. But yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's true. I feel like we do need to stick together as a community, but I feel like right now, the glue that's holding the Caribbean community together isn't strong enough. Because even listening to like my mm. like my mum's stories about her parents and whatnot, when they came over and stuff, they came over when this estate was like kind of like relatively fresh, whatever, bought the house for cheap. So like my family are kind of like born and bred here in it. And like when they came over, mm. there wasn't really many black people living here. But then when black people kind of started to move down here because the housing was cheap, they formed a little community, like up in mm. um I'll bleep it out. But you see center near um no i know yeah, yeah. i know i know what you're talking so my about grandparents yeah, yeah. Used to be the caretakers of that right and ev- every week they used to host yeah, it? They, they used to host like a domino club and whatnot they so all the caribbean people like would come come down play dominoes dance socialize and whatnot so that was that was like the little caribbean community they used to take domino trip because obviously dominoes is such an important game <laughs> like in caribbean yeah <laughs> I see it with memes in there. Yeah, that they used to like take domino, like go on domino trips like up north, like Manchester, Sheffield, like playing competitions. Like, and yeah, it was actually it was actually a proper thing. Like it was popping, but then, um, I I, when that generation you know got older and kind of died out, my mum's generation never actually carried it on. 
and I always just think like why would you mm. just not even do that but then again I guess the problems that my parents were facing mm. like e.g the racism getting chased by skinheads like if you're getting chased mm. by skinheads you're not yeah, that you're, one's not, a you're not thinking about wanting yeah. to play dominoes with with your mates no deep it it's true but it's just like yeah mm. I do sometimes wish mm. oh if that actually kept going and kept flourishing like and I, you don't you never know how big that could have grown mm. to or whatnot like yeah she's a no but that was like yeah that's it, like, it could even like be like a borough thing yeah like that's a what London i mean thing like it could have grown yeah so that's like the tightest the community mm. well that's that's all i've kind of ever known like from what my mum and dad's stories are like yeah oh i never knew that you never told me that before actually interesting isn't it so interesting yeah no you should definitely not um obviously recreate it but it would be so nice to kind of like you don't want it to be erased like that's oh, but, but it's already been erased that's, that's part the of thing. your history yeah but it's already yeah, been erased but you know it needs to be revived i don't think it will mm. now i really don't think it will and it's just a shame because obviously like anywhere in where we live or whatever there's there's like there's a substantial amount of black people like living here isn't it and like my mom mm. my mom and dad know a lot of the black people that live up here because of obviously like, their parents will go into like the whole domino club community thing that my grandparents are running so it's just like that's how my mom kind of mm. kind of knows everyone it kind of in the community and knows all the knows all of everything but i just think oh that would have been mm. kind of nice if that could have been me do you know what i mean or if there was just something where I yeah could, no i hate do you know what i'm saying it's just like don't you want i've got caribbean friends but it's just like i want more it's not the same yeah you need yeah 100 percent. that there's nothing better than than feeling at home especially like people like us like we're British but we're also like obviously we have to claim Britain but you know we actually are and we're also we're we need to find a home away from home mm. that's also home yeah right we're not like if I go back to Ethiopia like obviously that's my country and that's my culture but I'm not like I have to be honest with myself like I'm not I'm I'm not culturally Ethiopian yeah like, like I don't know how to explain it and I'm not entirely British and obviously this is just it's because we have conversations like this all the time I feel like I'm repeating myself but we are this hybrid and I feel like we find comfort in other hybrids not necessarily with one or the other if you know what I mean so yeah but anywho thank you for listening to today's podcast make sure to follow and share the podcast as well you know tell a friend to tell a friend if you have any suggestions feel free to drop us a dm and remember to stay blessed